0: if it could like tell me all my tasks and really how to be the most productive, like if it was smart enough to say, this is the schedule you should follow this week. This is the time you should focus. This is what you should batch.
1: That's good. I did some batching over the weekend.
0: Nice. How'd it go?
1: It was really good. I batched eight episodes of a TV show.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Eight episodes all at once. Yeah. <laughs> no breaks. S-
2: super productive. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, really knocked that out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: back to the Creator Files podcast. Today we're doing like an in-house episode to talk about our next kind of category of challenges. We're ready to get into AI because we've been wanting to test out some AI things for a long time. And now we have a perfect platform and really excuse, I think, to get started on it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's, um, I mean, it's time we've been dabbling, but I think it's time to really dive into the capabilities um, and just see what we can do as content creators.
1: Yeah, and I'm really excited also for this um kind of focus just because on some of our other platforms we talk occasionally about AI but it's really hard to get super super into it mm-hmm. without people kind of just questioning a lot of things, but I yeah. love kind of what you said like this is just a cool place for like testing grounds and so we can kind of try a bunch of stuff that maybe we don't necessarily have to continue doing afterwards. We can literally just let it happen and kind of share that journey. So yeah. I'm really excited about that.
0: And I like the distinction. You know, I want to I want to be able to try out projects and experiments that are distinct from our other projects. Yeah, right. Because with a lot of these, we're going to be going against what we recommend. <laughs> right. And I want to be able to test things without saying, we condone this. You should do this. Yeah. It's separate. It's totally separate. It's just, let's test it. Let's see if there is anything that's working about it. If there are any positives, things we can learn from it. But it's not like it's going to be so separate from our other projects. You know, we don't have to change our whole philosophy on AI to try these right, things right.
1: out. It's been like what? About a year. I, I don't want to like date this episode. But mm. from like probably the first time I heard about ChatGPT with OpenAI, it's probably been about a year before it went just totally crazy, kind of mainstream. So AI has made in a mainstream sort of way. It's had quite a bit of time to kind of sink in with people. It's mm-hmm. just been such a hot topic this year. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited we've held off talking about or kind of testing a bunch of AI, like Ricky said, we've been doing a lot of dabbling, uh, just seeing where it actually makes sense. Um, but I kind of like that we're kind of, I don't, I don't want to call it the tail end, but we're, it, it's had some time to establish itself across so many industries. And so we're going to be able to reap the benefits of that by having a ton of tools to uh,
2: potentially work with, uh, use
1: AI in just a lot of different ways.
2: AI, you know, GPT, OpenAI even, it's been around for a while. Yeah. We, t- yeah. I mean, we tested out an earlier version a while ago on a YouTube video, and it was <laughs> really funny. It <laughs> invented an entire brand of beer for us, which was really funny. It was funny. Um, completely unprompted. It just did it. Um, so um, that was that was fun. But it's gone mainstream, and because of that, so many people are working with it. Right. In And finding really interesting applications. And as a result of that, there are lots of cool like add-ons that, you know, if you have a chat GPT plus subscription, you can now use like all these different add-ons that other people have created that basically build on the chat GPT. It uses that tool, but like does really specific and really interesting things. And we've just seen a lot of other people who've just developed a really cool use cases for it. So basically, like it gives us something to build on. S- other people who are like going to be way into it and dive in and be the expert—that's like fantastic. So now we we can take you know take from what they've done and apply those use cases to content creation in new and interesting ways.
0: Yeah, it's just more established. Yeah. So more specifically, what kind of things do we think we might test out?
2: I'll mention one just at uh, at VidSummit. I went to a panel about AI. It was really cool. Um, a few you know people who have just been doing this stuff for a while and talking about it on YouTube. And one of the things that I that they talked about was they create these kind of user avatars, and then they'll say, you know, what would this user avatar think of this this outline for a video or this blog post? like, you know, rewrite this blog post specifically for this avatar. And it would just take that and do it. And I don't really quite know exactly how to do that yet, but um, I know there are applications like Harpa AI will, you can create avatars. It's got some default avatars, but you could like feed it more and more information about, you know, the user demographics you're trying to target and then have it basically run content through ChatGPT and basically give you some output to let you know how it thinks it would perform for that avatar or, you know, change wording for certain Mm. things for that avatar. I just thought, well, that's actually super cool. same thing with like YouTube videos, you could script your little hook for a video or whatever. And it's like, again, I don't know exactly what the prompt would look like, but having that user avatar quote, as an AI evaluate that hook and you know, are they likely, what's the probability that they're going to keep watching? After 15 seconds, that kind of stuff. And just see what you get. I'm probably not ever going to depend on it, but I think we could find use cases like that that would potentially at least help point us maybe in a better direction.
1: It'd be really interesting here with that one specifically for like creators who are brand new, if they're just getting started on YouTube specifically, if they could find other channels that they liked, maybe in the same niche, sure. and then kind of try and figure out what the avatar for that channel is, and then kind of do what you said, build that avatar, and then maybe test and see, like, with their hook or whatever, see if when they, you know, ran it through that avatar and got an idea if it was a good fit versus not doing that to kind of see if that impacted some of their early or kind of early videos on their channel. Right. Uh, like, I guess that's just one use case, but, yeah, that, that would be really cool to... Give a go.
0: I can imagine it would give you a lot to think about. Yes. Even if it seemed wrong.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It's probably not that hard to figure out like, uh, that doesn't sound quite right. I don't actually think my audience will like this mm-hmm. compared to the the most, well, not most likely, but the best case scenario would be, oh, I didn't think of saying like that. Yeah. Right. They would probably relate better to right. to saying something like that. It seems like a really good opportunity to get ideas and then be able to use your own brain because it's not like cold, hard facts that Mm you would be not sure if it knows. So I like that idea a lot.
2: I think that's an important thing to keep in mind if we're going to use AI is that it's not cold, hard facts, right? It's, It's using data and coming up with an interpretation, but it's probably like, it's clearly not using all possible available data, right? Because that would be too much processing power. So at some point it's like making stuff up and like we need to be able to use our brains, use our understanding of other humans and be able to actually think for ourselves. And as long as we know that, I think there are tons of applications for, for AI. I don't know what they all are. So I'm, I think it'd be great to, to talk to people who know more and have done more and been become the experts um, early on. To, to find out what are the ways they're using it. That, that was kind of an eye-opening one that I saw at VidSummit was, oh, like you can use AI to evaluate how this content would perform before publishing the content. That's pretty cool. The obvious one that started immediately when ChatGPT was released um, publicly, right, for free, uh, was using it just to write your content. And I just can't get behind that, you know? Using it to help in the process, using it to help outline your content, using it to give you ideas, using it to even reword some of what you wrote Mm -hmm. because you're not a very good writer yet. Like I think all that's good to some extent, but like relying on it to do all the research and all the writing for you or to write a whole video script, I think we're going to get lazy and we're going to get really bad at content creation if we do that.
1: I think you're right. I think that it's probably not the best option. I'm still curious to see what would happen. Oh, yeah. And I sure. very well might uh, give at least some of that a go yeah. uh, mm-hmm. during this challenge. Just because I think, it, like, like Julia said early on, like these are not things that we'd probably recommend in most cases to do. I think it would be so interesting to take um, – Uh, I mean, I've looked at so many of these writing tools and kind of the inputs you can put into them. It's pretty specific. I think it's more specific now than ever, kind of, you know, putting in, it's it's not just keywords or it's not just kind of that really high-level stuff to write the article. Um, And I'd be interested to see, like, not only can it generate something that is valuable, um, but what is that going to do on Google? Um, Because I think that's really the big question. And some people have seen success, I think, with AI-generated content. Some people haven't. But like, what's the long term here? You know, like what's the long, if we're in for the long game, what's going to happen? Let's say my, my AI generated content does rank in the next few months. How long is it going to stay there? You know, will it stay there as long as a regular person written article would, or is it going to get kicked off in another Google update? So that's something that I'm really curious about. um, And I'd love to talk to more people who do that kind of thing. And if over the last year, if they've seen that it's been good for them, um, or to see kind of what they've learned along the way. When we think of AI, when we think of, you know, something to do our work for us, we want it to take it off our plate completely. Um, I don't think that's realistic in 99% of cases. And so my guess would be someone who's actually using AI in a really smart way is going to have some amount of user input uh, to yeah. the extent where it actually provides value uh, because that's, that's the smartest way to approach it. So anyway, I'm really in, uh, kind of interested and excited about that kind of on the writing side of things.
0: I'd be curious, too, what it does when you start a website completely from AI versus when you start adding AI content to a website that you already have. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Google looks at it differently.
2: Like if they can tell from the very beginning, like, this is completely AI generated. Right. Yeah. We can tell because it's missing certain elements that t- tend to mm-hmm. come up. Whereas um, if you
0: build authority, right, then maybe they give a little leeway. Like, okay, well, we can tell some of this is AI generated, but if you have authority... Maybe you prove Reddit and maybe we'll trust it.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, Probably unlikely. Yeah, it's there at this point. point. but It'd be interesting to see like what the, you know, we always talk about EEAT. Yeah. You know, how much leeway, if you have really, really good EEAT, how much leeway can you have on the, obviously, you know, Google still wants the content to be quality, but will having that expertise, authoritativeness and trustworthiness, is that going to, is Google going to let you kind of fudge the line a little bit um, if you have all that? I don't
2: know. I was testing a tool. Last week, um, actually, someone built a tool to use ChatGPT to generate article outlines and then articles basically following what we teach. Mm. So I was kind of alpha testing this tool for him. And um, what it generated, first of all, it's cool that it gave me an outline first and then let me edit the outline so I could I could play around with it a little bit and get it just how I wanted it. And then it went and generated an article and then I could edit the article, right? Now, the tool itself was still a little bit buggy. It stopped writing halfway through, so I didn't get the whole article, unfortunately. But I was actually really impressed with what it gave me. Um, And I think part of the reason it worked so well was because of the approach they took to how they prompt it. And it's all happening on the back end, behind the scenes, really fast. But basically, like by having that outline and then prompting it for specific things, to fill in the outline. It was able to be much more specific. And then I was I was still impressed though with how cohesively it all fit together. So like we know with ChatGPT, when you ask it a follow-up question, it can do it within the context of the previous information it gave you. And so the whole thing flowed together pretty fluidly, and I wouldn't have guessed it was written by an AI. So I mean the quality of the the writing itself is good. I think as long as the information is good and as long as we can add some, you know, human experience behind it, because I think that's the piece that, you know, for written content especially, that's the piece that Google cares about, is that we can show that this content is accurate because we can show that we have experience with this topic. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of questions out there. I have some ethical questions because you're obviously relying on content other people already made. Mm Um, and that's true for AI video content, AI images, all of that. Like it's relying on stuff other people already made. And when it goes a little too far off script from what other people made, it gets a little, <laughs> little weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have, I have those concerns too. I have lots of, I have lots of concerns, but uh, I also just am really interested to see the, the use cases.
1: Yeah. Um. I mentioned kind of before we started recording, we didn't, we wanted to k- kind of make this podcast kind of like our discussion, like, well, what exactly are we going to do? What are we kind of interested in finding out? And I, I remembered I'm working on this video on our channel makers channel where the, the video will be completely made by AI. So kind of just walking through that process. And so kind of, as we've been talking, I'm think, I've just been kind of thinking like, well, what can I do for this piece and this piece? And anyway, I'm, ex- I'm just really excited uh, aside from the writing portion of things. I think one thing for me with AI that, is overwhelming. Is there's just so many tools out there. Yeah. There's so much since people are just so heavily invested right now. It's like, well, what do you even use? What do you even, you know, what's worth your time, what's not worth your time? Um and so on the video side of things, I'm really interested in kind of working through that process since that's so far from what we normally do. I uh, we just don't use very much artificial intelligence on our kind of in our video production. Um, But one that I'm really interested in kind of related to that, it's one where it clips up your videos. Uh Um, There's some editing ones that I'm really interested in. Um, Like you said, some scripting, again, like you said, probably needs more prompting. But like all these little tools, if you could kind of build out a really good workflow and just put them in the places where they make the most sense and then just do the stuff that makes the most sense for you to do as a human being, um, I guess that's kind of my goal there. Um, but I'm really excited for that just learning process um, and hopefully to document some of that along the way in the video.
0: I like the idea of putting the tools in, in the spots that you already need them in. Right. It's yeah. not the time suck in that case. Like the whole point of AI right now is for it to save us time. Right. And when I have played with it, it's not saved time. And Of course, <laughs> haven't played with it enough. You have to learn something for yeah. it to save you time. But it would be really cool to be able to avoid the trap of it just constantly trying new things and and letting it distract you versus using it yeah. as a tool. I like that idea. Yeah.
2: I think that's where we need to find like the right, you know, use cases that people have created, probably talk to some of the right people who are yes, doing that. Definitely. Um, and even people who are creating those or using them on a regular basis just to find out what they're doing. Because there's no reason for every single person to go reinvent the wheel. It's like, I want an AI that can do this task for me. Well, somebody's probably already figured that out. Um, so maybe we just need to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that's probably going to be a big part of this over the next, however long this uh, portion of the podcast lasts. It's just working. maybe not directly working with those people, but talking to them, figuring out what yeah. they've already
2: learned. I feel like an AI baby, you know, like <laughs> well, I just I, don't even know what, like where to start? Yeah. I think a lot of people are in that boat though, yeah. because it came on so fast. Yeah, and so unless you like jumped right into it and devoted a lot of time to learning it, you're it feels overwhelming because there's so many use cases, and the reality is like nobody is an expert at all of it. Right? Uh, it, there's just too much. But yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling that feeling. I feel that way. I'm just like I'm. I'm already way behind. No, I'm not. I'm probably ahead of a lot of people when it comes to no, AI, right. but it feels like we're behind because people who are experts at little things tell us all that we're behind. Right.
0: <laughs> right. It's moving so fast. And it what tools were fast. good a year ago right. aren't right. even being used sometimes anymore. Right. Okay, so like Nathan said, we were trying to keep this kind of off the cuff. Like we just wanted to discuss this and thought why not do it kind of real time yeah. behind the scenes instead of pre-discussing it. But I've got two questions for you guys that I've not warned you about. Um, the first one is, what are you hoping to find out? If you could, you know, find out anything about AI from these challenges and these guests that we're going to have on as we do this kind of mini series about AI.
2: I think for me, the question I want answered is what tool or tools, right? Or what specific applications can I use that actually save me real time? Or make my content better like they just make my workflow better but it's kind of a second question I want answered is is it realistically going to replace like right now the big fear I think is that AI is just going to replace a ton of what people do Mm -hmm. lots of jobs but also like as content creators is is written content done you know or almost done and I would love to get more insight into that realistically. Yeah. Like where are we headed?
1: I guess mine's kind of similar to that. Mine would be, is it actually worth it? Yeah. Right. Like you said, you know, you've dove into these tools and you've tried them out. It hasn't really saved you a bunch of time. um, Like for, for kind of building out a workflow, whether it's, you know, blog article creation or Pinterest posts or Facebook posts or YouTube or whatever. It's like, is there actually something out Like, are there a, is there a tool or tools that actually make it worth it to use them mm-hmm. that not just saves time but actually improves the content? Yeah, because yeah. um, like you said, there's so much of this focus on let's save time, let's save time. I think that's great, um, but saving time isn't the only answer. It's not, yeah, it's uh, yeah, not our it's not our only problem. It's not the only thing that needs to be addressed. And I I would hate to see the content decline just because we're saving time. Right. So I guess that's kind of what I would think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm wondering can it be creative? Like I already know that a computer mm, right. can save me time. I know that it can analyze data and it can put things into a spreadsheet. There's tons of tools that can do those mundane tasks, Yeah, but can it collect the intellectual property of everybody on the internet and spit out something creative and unique that doesn't feel like stealing? Because right now what I've noticed... And maybe I'm using it wrong. Maybe we'll talk to somebody and they'll say, nope, (laughs) you're (laughs) completely using it wrong. But what I've noticed is that whether it's images or stories, at first it's like, wow, I can't believe it can do that. That's amazing. And then after you've done it like 10 or so times, well, this kind of feels like just a rinse and repeat version of the first one. Mm, The first three. Like there's subtle differences, but it feels like it's just doing the same thing over and over again. And that doesn't feel creative at all. Right, At least not past the first time. So that's kind of the question I want answered is can can I make it more creative than myself mm-hmm. when I'm yeah. struggling to be creative? Can I get it to give me ideas um, that I wouldn't have had on my own or better? I, I mean, of course, they're going to be ideas I wouldn't have had, but couldn't, can they be better? Or is it kind of just like, no, I need to use my own mind to be creative? Um, I don't know, probably a little bit of both. But yeah. the second question is if you could wave a magic wand and have it solve any like one very specific problem. So not like make videos for me, but one step of the video creation process. But do it well. Assume it will do it well. What um would you want AI to do for you?
1: Video specific. It could be video,
0: it could be blog any any part of your day.
1: (laughs) Um be brushing your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Make me breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Um my first thought is like, okay, what can I get what's the thing that I hate the most? Can I get rid of that? Yeah. Here it doesn't make as much of a difference, but for the channel that I'm working on personally, I don't love the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's also a time restraint thing. I think that I feel like I need to get it done fast. And then when I do it too fast, it's not creative and then it doesn't turn out the way I want. And so I don't know if, I don't know if it's a time saving thing. I don't know if it's the editing itself. Cause I think that I, if I had, you know, unlimited hours, I might enjoy that because that's where you can add Creativity, But for simplicity's sake, I'll say editing. Nice.
2: Yeah. big one. Yeah, that is, Um, I think even if it could do a lot of the kind of trimming it up yes. and stuff, yes. and um, if it could be smart enough to pick like, oh, I have three clips where I said this because I repeated it, which one was best? Right. Like if it could really get it down to where yeah. it's trimmed up, now I can just add the creative stuff. That would be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sh- I'm struggling with this one, too.
0: Why don't Let's I go? You think about yeah, it. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. I think, well, I kind of have two. I can not decide. <laughs> They're very different, though, so I'm not just lumping in one big thing. Yeah. Um, one would be ideas. Like, I feel like if I have a good idea, it's so fun to run with a project. But if I'm unsure about the idea or just can't think of anything, that's really frustrating. And that feels like something that you can't get out of. You know, it's not as straightforward as, okay, I don't feel like doing this little thing, but I got to get it done. Right. It's like, I have to. Muster up creativity and hope that I find it. So if I knew that it was giving me ideas, that would be good ideas. That would be amazing. Another thing that's maybe not that far out of the realm of possibility someday, if it could like tell me all my tasks and really how to be the most productive, like if it was smart enough to say, This is the schedule you should follow this week, this is the time you should focus, this is what you should batch, this is when you should meet with people that'd be amazing. So I think I waste a lot of mental energy Mm. on like, if I could just, I could just arrange this stuff a little bit better then I could get more done and take more on and
1: be more productive. That's good. I did some batching over the weekend. Nice. How'd it go? It was really good. I batched eight episodes of a TV show.
0: Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Eight episodes all
1: at once. No breaks. Super productive. That was impressive. (laughs)
2: So really knocked that out. (laughs) It's amazing. Another one that this is the one that had come to my mind before that I forgot. Um, (laughs) I think it'd be really cool if I could create content and then it could repurpose it on all the different platforms. Oh yeah. So like if I made a YouTube video and it was like, I'm going to turn this part into a short and I'm going to turn this other part into an Instagram reel and make it look more appealing for Instagram and also go post it on Facebook. But, with a title and stuff and, um, like, and know the just, links that are best yeah, for each platform. Like just yes. like yeah. Take what I did, the content I created and just repurpose it for, for the major platforms that I want to be on. Like, that would be really cool. Cause then yeah. I could just focus on my content and not focus on, I like that a new strategy for all the different platforms and having to go through those steps to, Clip it, regen, like re-upload it to a different platform, you know, just all those steps, yeah. if it could just do it.
1: It seems like, so there's tools that do something like that. Like, very, like that, a very, very right? basic version yeah. of that, but th- they're missing exactly what you said. It's There's different strategies for every different platform, and it's all a little bit different, and there's little things like, does it matter if for my Instagram Reels, do I need to create the Reel on Instagram for it to be optimized? Like, does Instagram like that, or do I need to do right. the same thing for TikTok? But a tool that would just
2: bring everything to every individual platform and then create oh man that would be really cool i mean if i could just take a video that i created upload it to some tool and then it's like cool here's the youtube just post it on youtube here's the facebook full-length video but more optimized for facebook and then here's all the little clips and and you could just it could give them all to you and you could just be like approve 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 and just go. I would love that.
0: I feel like people are gonna comment and say that's already out there.
2: Probably. If there, it is, I wanna know.
0: There <laughs> are versions of it, I yeah. think, that I've yeah. I've come across. We're talking about magic here. Like yeah. We're talking about a tool that I believe nothing like can more, currently it's, do. It's
2: optimized for the different platforms. Right. It's not just like, oh, we can publish it. I understand like suite's been <laughs> out forever. It's not it doesn't even need AI. No, but for that I have to generate the different contents. Mm-hmm. You know, even now I can go to the meta business suite. And I can publish the same video on Instagram and Facebook and then, and tweak it, you know, so for Facebook, you can have a thumbnail for Facebook. You can have, um, links in the description and stuff. You can't do that on Instagram. There's yeah. no thumbnail. There's no title even. Right. So, but I can do that and I can schedule it and everything. Yeah. But I want the tool to be able to take this one video I made and just put it out on all the platforms. Perfection. And do all the, cut up like the best parts and stuff too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if anyone knows of things that can come close to this yeah. or maybe closer than we've found, yeah. I'd love to
1: know. hear about it. Yeah. yeah. Also for free. I love free stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if it does it and it's <laughs> for free.
0: Can we have our magic wand better. wishes <laughs> right. all for free please? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
2: If you're a genie, I hope you're listening. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. On that note, we're excited for all this AI stuff. Please put your ideas in the comments of what you'd like us to try because we're hoping to try a lot of things. Yeah. And if there's anyone specific that you'd like to see us interview um, or just you know general topics of AI. We would love feedback as we're going into this new challenge because yeah. we're planning on doing quite a few episodes on AI for a while. And I don't know how long we're going to run with it as long as it's interesting and we're discovering new things. And yeah. I think as long as it's like improving our work processes and we're learning, that's how long we'll go with it. Because if we learn things, you guys learn things. So yeah. thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time. We'll